At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey sis, welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Join the Girl Goodnight gang. You can find us on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and the Girl Goodnightland Facebook group. Visit our new website and complete the form to be our next featured author. The Girl Goodnight story is open and we have the perfect gifts for you and your loved ones. Browse our selections. Link in description. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girls, share the show and show us some love with the five-star rating and review. Harley Ray resides in Baltimore, Maryland, a hidden oasis of art and culture. She has been writing since she was old enough to firmly grasp a pencil between her thumb and pointer finger. A millennial influenced by the 90s era that brought us some of the greatest love stories like kinfolks, blues dancing, and rooms of the heart, she considers herself a culture-fed romantic. On her ninth birthday, she sat alone in her bedroom furnished with only two bunk beds and two four-drawer dressers, reading a gifted copy of Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eye, her pages only illuminated by the tiny stream of light from the street lamp outside of her window. She was amazed at how full of life the words on the page were, how they danced around in her mind, stirring up emotions of insecurity, complacency, and self-contempt that lay dormant even in her tiny nine-year-old capsule of repressed memory. At that moment, she realized the healing power of literature. She vowed to one day usher Black women, much like herself, with no prominent place in the world, into a place of loving, holy. That mission stuck with her throughout her educational pursuits. It's what landed her at Coppin State University, where she obtained a Bachelor of Arts in English with a concentration in creative writing and a minor in African-American studies. Since graduating, her time has been divided between teaching pre-K literacy, writing Black romance novels, and handmaking candles and teas that center the Black romance reader's experience. 
As a Black romance author of over 15 books and an avid reader of the genre, she has cultivated a deep commitment to breaking literary boundaries and obliterating genre norms by telling stories that fuse romance and reality to demystify the stereotypes surrounding Black love. An early oeuvre of love stories written as an ode to the lover in you, her work speaks your deepest thoughts, fulfills your wildest fantasies, and echoes your quietest vibrations. They never thought they'd be here. This was a crossroad neither of them wanted to face, but they were there. How they got there was one for the ages, but how they decided to move forward was entirely up to them. Follow childhood best friends Jace Collins and Ember Hughes as they navigate adulthood and friendships, even when the scales are tipped. Now, close your eyes. Take a deep breath and sleep in melanated peace. Chapter 5, Ember. Jace had finally got the hint and stopped coming to his door. He left me alone to enjoy his space. His place was bigger than mine, and Nova and I were just having the best girls' time of our lives. All the furniture I'd been ordering to redo his office had finally arrived, and I spent the first week of my vacation assembling it and getting his space together. I didn't know how he got anything done in there because the energy was off. I staged the fuck out of the room until my vision was clear again. Whenever he was in my apartment, he always talked about how calming it was and how he was just always in a great mood there. I could have vainly thought it had everything to do with me, but it had nothing to do with me and everything about the time I put into making my home my place of peace. I was big on celestial healing and spirituality. Plants, crystals, and meditation were how I kept my space that way, so I made sure he had the same vibes in his place. I placed four columns in one corner and added peacefully cypress vines and lavender flowers on them to increase the air quality in the room, allow his creativity to flow, and increase his productivity. I added a Tibetan singing bowl, a selenite charging plate, and some crystals I knew he needed badly to his windowsill. He had a balcony connected to his office, and the moon and stars always shined down on it so he could always charge his crystals. I never could understand why I grew up to be so damn selfless. He made me feel so bad, and still, all I did was spend my free time purifying his living space. His house would be a fortress of love and peace when I finally ready to leave it. But until then, I had to make it mirror the peace I had in my own space. Besides, Nova didn't deserve to be living in a place with a bunch of bad vibes and soul ties just because her owner was a hoe and bedded demons. Taylor. Back in D.C. for the next two days. Want to grab lunch? Ember. Sure. Let's do something here, though. Pick me up at seven. I'm going to take you to get a real Maryland-style crab cake. Taylor. Eight it is. Being around Taylor was refreshing. I thought it would be weird after our drunken sex, but it wasn't. He was cool, and we had way more in common than I ever would have realized. We both were diehard Russell Westbrook fans and spent hours watching him shade sportscasters on YouTube. We both loved football, but hadn't watched since Colin Kaepernick was blackballed. Neither of us could swim, and we both loved country music. It was nice to have someone to hang with who didn't expect shit from me other than what I was giving. At exactly eight, I was getting into his rental car. I prayed that this time no one would see me, but I knew it was almost impossible. Baltimore wasn't as big as everyone thought. Everyone knew everyone, and everyone talked about everyone's business. 
Nothing was ever truly secret. The fact that we only lived a mere 15 minutes from the spot didn't help the situation one bit. But I had a taste for a Krabby Meal and Taylor had never had a Baltimore crab cake. So this was where I wanted to go. While we waited for our food at Coco's Pub, Jacob and Stephanie walked in and I instantly rolled my eyes to the ceiling. Princess was Stephanie's cousin and I didn't care for the apology I was sure she would give once she saw me. Ember? Jacob asked like a question. I didn't know why everyone always called my name like they were shocked to see me outside my apartment. I wasn't a hermit crab. I came out often. But ever since I've been back, everyone was always shocked to see me anywhere. Hey, Jacob. Hi, Stephanie. Hey, Ember. Sorry about what happened. You don't have to apologize. It wasn't your fault. It's not like we were telling people we were together. The blame is all his, I reassured her. I wanted her to relay that message back to Princess. He was the only bad guy in all of this. Is it really? Jacob asked, looking across the table at Taylor. For that brief second in Atlanta, I did something stupid. That's why I knew I was going back to Jace. Because we both did something stupid. The difference was, stupid wasn't my norm, but it was his. Spitefully throwing my pussy at another nigga wasn't in my pedigree. My presence had always been worth more than my snatch, and I somehow mismanaged my funds. I had spread myself thin and wide for revenge. In that moment, I had become them. I was better than them, yet Jace took me there and had me stooping to the level of every man who had done some fucked up shit to me. That was how I knew I'd never mess with Taylor like that again. I learned a valuable lesson. Even knowing what I'd done, Jacob had no right to comment on it because he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Both Stephanie and I looked at each other. From her eyes and the way her mouth curled at the corners, I knew she was just as pissed as I was by his statement. I was never a spiteful person, and being out with Taylor was in no way me doing something to get back at Jace. Taylor was cool, and we worked together. Yes, we made a stupid decision and had sex one time, but our friendship was completely platonic now. He was just cool people and didn't know anyone in D.C. I was the only person near him that he could call up and kick it with. It was usually Lisa, but she had been visiting her ex-husband and children in Miami. The blood rushed from my head as my heart began to race. I felt myself growing angry and I needed to take a minute to get myself together. So I raised my glass of water to my lips and took several gulps before setting it back down. Jacob stood prostrated before me like he was waiting for the waiter to pull him up a chair. For the life of me, I could never understand the bond men had. They will know their brother or whoever is dead ass wrong, but will defend their ass to the grave. Here he was policing my decisions like I didn't know his brother was getting balls deep in princess, probably every time I had to travel for work. Looking at him made me grow even angrier as I thought about it. I wasn't wrong, I was right. What would have been wrong was continuing to try to keep a nigga that clearly wasn't trying to be kept. I had just as many options as he did, and if he wanted to explore his, who was I not to explore mine? Realizing I had forgotten my manners, I apologized and introduced Taylor to Jacob and Stephanie. He smiled and shook both their hands. It amazed me how versatile Black men were. I loved how they could just embrace one another in any setting. Even though Jacob was visibly pissed that I was there with the man that wasn't his brother, he didn't let that stop him from being warm and brotherly to Taylor. When I should have been on alert because that meant I was going to be dating the bad guy and all this, even though I wasn't. Babe, how far away did Jay say he was? Jacob asked Stephanie. 
She didn't even dignify his question with an answer. She knew he was trying to be shady. Even though that was her man, she always looked at me like a little sister and wouldn't hesitate to have my back if it came down to it. The smug look on his face made me want to smack him. He walked off like he had just told me my father was coming, like I was about to be scolded and sent to my room. My feathers were ruffled. Jason owned me. I was free to go wherever I wanted with whoever I wanted at whatever time I decided to go. I was also allowed to do whatever I wanted to do to whoever I wanted to do it to. This shouldn't have been news to them because this was not my first time being cheated on by someone I thought loved me. Anytime a guy did me dirty, they never saw me soaking around for too long. I had a rule. Give yourself 60 seconds to feel however you needed to feel and move the fuck on. Whether it was rage or disrespect, it was not getting more than 60 seconds. My first love cut me deep to the core and I was depressed. I was one bite away from my 600-pound life and one drink away from Alcoholics Anonymous. Jay stuck by my side through all of that and I vowed to him that I would never let another nigga make me abandon myself like that again. That promise didn't go out the window just because he was the one who decided to stomp all over my heart. Our food finally arrived and I was so happy. It was rare that I got to come to Coco's because by the time I got off, it was usually packed and I could never get a table. I would sometimes order my food to go, but it just wasn't the same as getting a hot plate. I always have to go home and reheat my food, but somehow we had perfect timing. So you seem to be quite the social butterfly. You come here often? Believe it or not, I'm not. I actually prefer the sanctity of solitude over socializing, but those two are like family to me. I grew up with them. Jacob and I were neighbors since I was five years old. I even used to babysit his youngest brother. Stephanie is his, I guess, middle school sweetheart because they've been together on and off for as long as I can remember. And she's like the big sister I never had. Wow, that's a lot of history. So tell me, why is it that I have to come all the way to your neck of the woods to finally get a bit of your time? Special agent Taylor. We're not in a professional setting, so there's no need for titles. Taylor, we have been working cases together for what, like four years now? Our cases are always high profile. Don't you think there would have been a conflict of interest? Nobody ever had to know. Please, the publicity that the kind of cases we get, somebody would have known. The press would have ripped us to shreds. Our cases would have been lost before we ever got a chance to make an opening statement. We're black. They think we all screw each other anyway, especially people like us. The ones who work hard as shit to make it, but everyone always just assumes we screwed the way to the top. You ain't lying there, he said, taking a sip of his cognac. Without raising my eyes, I knew Jace had entered the restaurant. I could feel his presence. It was like he stole my energy. It felt like I had just walked into the restaurant and I knew that was because of all the energy and vibrations he was soaking up living in my apartment. Taylor was talking and I tried my damnedest to pay attention to what he was saying, but my mind couldn't be pulled away from thoughts of him. As he neared our table, my legs began to shake underneath it. My palms moistened, causing me to spill a little of my wine on the white linen tablecloth. He had me flustered. Even though I wasn't aiming to be spiteful, that's how I felt. And spite didn't work when you were madly in love with your victim. He had an effect on me like no other. Here I was having a friendly dinner with a colleague and I felt like I was doing something wrong. Taylor was fine, 
educated, and an eligible bachelor who expressed interest in me. And even though I made it clear we were just friends, I felt like I was doing something wrong. He was charming. He could hold a great conversation. We share much of the same views on politics, judicial system, and even global warming. He was fine. My God, the man was packing. And after Atlanta, I knew he could make it swerve in the sheets too. But even though my mind and body were telling me I did nothing wrong, my heart was still saying we were both in the wrong. I could have listened to my body. I could have saw it with my rational thought bank, but my heart held the majority of the shares. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What up, man? Jace asked as he stood with two of his cousins. Hi, Jace. I stood and hugged him. That was a stupid move on my part. The second he wrapped his arms around me, I wanted to cry. I was embarrassed. Here my grown 33-year-old ass was doing shit to purposefully try to hurt someone. Someone that knew that none of what I was doing was in my character. He could see right through me and embarrass me. I was so damn open for him and with him. Honestly, I didn't know why I even tried to play this game. He never was one to give a shit about what the next man had. As he held me, I could feel him inhale my scent. A light laugh assaulted my ears like a dog whistle. No one else in earshot could hear it but me, and it made me feel stupid. This is Jace, my best friend. The introduction came out like a question. It had been a few weeks, exactly 22 days since I walked in on him in Princess. Yes, I counted each day because I was fucking miserable. I missed him. I missed waking up to the best morning wood adding fuel to my fire. I missed our breakfast. I missed our Netflix and chill evenings. I miss being able to confide in him. I miss hearing about all his plans for the center. I miss walking Nova with him. 
But more than anything, I miss my best friend. He wasn't the first man to cheat on me, but I thought for sure he'd be the last man to ever do it. Jace, this is Taylor, one of the special agents I work with. I said, stepping to the side. Hey man, nice meeting you. She talks about you a lot. Taylor said, shaking his hand. Think it's great what you're doing for the kids in the city. Nice meeting you too. And thanks, means a lot hearing that from another black brother. Jay said as he smiled at me and shook Taylor's hand. Jason and his cousins walked off, leaving us to the rest of our meal. I had lost my appetite and just wanted to go and curl up with Nova. That was the first time we shared any words. That was the first time he touched me in almost a month. My emotions were all over the place. The entire ride home, Taylor let me be with my thoughts. He knew there was more between Jason and I than I let on, and I respected him even more for not prying. He was a gentleman, and I was sure whoever wound up with him would be a lucky-ass woman. But my heart was with Jace, and that wasn't changing. Jace. I wasn't spending another night not sleeping in my own bed. I had paid my rent on the first and hadn't been inside it for damn near a month. But that was in it tonight, along with whatever the hell Ember had going on with that Taylor guy. I googled his ass. Taylor Young was from an affluent family and not at all who Ember was supposed to be with. He had two surnames, so I was sure he was corny as fuck, unlike I originally thought. She had enough time to cool off and work through her initial emotions. It was time for us to talk. When I stuck my key in the door, I was expecting to either be met with the resistance of the chain or attacked by Nova since she had turned on me. It was clear she was Team Ember, and she had tried to communicate that to me the night she scoffed at Princess, but I didn't get the memo. To my surprise, the place was quiet. There were no lights on, and Nova didn't even come running. As I made my way to the back of my apartment where the rooms were, I listened for any sound or movement, but there was none. As I pushed open my bedroom door, I smiled. Ember and Nova were both asleep in my bed. Nova jumped up and ran to me once she realized I was there. She licked my face and ran out of the room. She knew I hated her to sleep in my bedroom, let alone in my bed. She snored and practically loved sleeping on top of you. Ember didn't move. She never acknowledged that I entered the room. Blowing out a sigh, I took off my clothes and went to shower. She wasn't going to put me out because the chain was off the door, which meant she obviously wanted me there. Once I showered, I returned to my room to find Ember sitting on the side of the bed crying. My heart sank to the pit of my stomach. I hated myself for putting her through any of this. I should have went with my first thought and left Princess's ass at Code Switch after Jacoby's party. I should have never even opened that Pandora's box because here I was four nights later and dealing with the fallout. The only person who was hurting was the one who played no part in any of it. But instead of owning up, I did what I always did. Deflected. Did you fuck him? Don't ask questions that you don't really want the answer to, she responded as she looked up at me. You love him? You know I don't. I fucked up, and I'm sorry. I admitted as I knelt down in front of her. Tears were still spilling from her eyes, but there was no sound. I know you are. She finally said after several minutes, Can we work this out? I can't lose you, not as my girlfriend and definitely not as my best friend. You mean the world to me. I love you with all of me. Before that night, 
I could have easily believed that. Now, I'm not so sure that's the case. You broke me, Jace. I acted in ways I never would have, all because you played in my face. I really don't want anybody around that's not for Amber Hughes. My job is already chaotic and stressful. When I come home, that's supposed to be my safe space. My man is supposed to be a piece of my sanctuary. I can't have you making me look crazy while you out here playing in my face with these bitches. I love you too, with all of me. But this ain't got shit to do with love. It's about respect, partnership, shit. It's about loyalty and friendship. It was only three times. I know it doesn't excuse shit I did, and I don't want it to. I'm accepting my responsibility. I was wrong as fuck. I should not have done it, but I can't take it back. I can promise you I will make an honest effort to gain your trust back. I'm still loyal to you. I still have respect for you and regard you with the utmost. Your friendship and partnership is one of the most important things in my life, and I can't lose you. Oh, you can lose me, and you will if you ever do anything like this again. Ember placed her hands on the sides of my face and pressed her lips to mine. She let her arms fall around my neck as she deepened our kiss. I could tell she missed me as much as I missed her. I knew that she was only giving in because she needed me just as much as I needed her. Forgiving me wasn't for my benefit. It was for hers. She would have stayed mad at me and kept me locked out of my apartment longer if she wanted to. When we got in the bed, I pulled her close like I was trying to make her a part of me. I could feel her melt into my chest and she kissed my hand as it intertwined with hers. I kissed the back of her neck and her shoulder before closing my eyes. I would have died if she didn't forgive me. Even with all the tranquility and peace I felt in her apartment, I still hadn't slept much in the days she was away from me. She was tranquility and peace for me. It felt good to have my peace back. I love you, Em. I mean that shit. I whispered. I thought for sure she was out cold, but she kissed my hand again. I love you too, Jay. And if you ever try that shit again, I'm taking Nova back and leaving your ass, dummy. She said as she rolled over so she was facing me. Lovers for life? I asked her as I kissed her lips. Mm-hmm. And friends forever. She caressed my face before falling off to sleep with her head buried in my chest. Are you still up? Girl, good night. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.